everyone. Uh, this is uh, Talk Bookie to Me. It's a discussion-based podcast all about books and book-related things. I'm one host, Aaron. And I'm Felicia. Uh, and this is our mid-month episode for December. So this is our... Uh, this is take two, by the way. I already messed this up <laughs> once. I just be transparent because you're grinning at me across the microphone. So... Um, in our mid-month episodes, typically what we do is uh, give a little bit of news, uh, get caught up on our um, reading for the month so far, give some recommendations. Um, it's mostly just kind of like a quick check-in for the month before we uh, you know, wrap things up with some reviews and things like that at the end of the month and move on to our next theme. So uh, to kick things off, uh, we've got some uh, news-related stuff. Do you wanna do you wanna do the tackle the big one first, or do you want yeah. my random one no, first? Um, okay. I'm gonna do the big one, and then okay. you're gonna do yours, and then I'm gonna talk about the books that I read, and then you, you know, because like then I'm not talking a lot. Okay. And then it'll break it up. <laughs> you're gonna be talking a lot anyway. I didn't read. <laughs> I didn't read much at all uh, in the first <laughs> half of this month. But all right, yeah, go ahead. Hit us with some news. So Goodreads.com announced their winners to each category. We mentioned the lists previously i mm-hmm. believe did we end up doing that yeah we oh, did i really hope so <laughs> i think so. well we talked about the ones that we knew at least yeah the ones that where we like we did so, like a we did the major categories see i feel like i had this dream where we didn't we covered the major categories i don't think we did okay regardless oh we did Just yeah kidding. okay we yeah didn't. well the the nominees were announced a while ago yeah i just you know i'm kind of spiraling a little <laughs> It's fine. Let's, uh... I don't think we did. But anyways, um, it's totally fine. Goodreads announced their winners. <laughs> this is for the Goodreads Awards, just um, to be clear. So they, they have a bracket where you vote on what you want to win for the year as best of. And so they did announce their winners. Um, I really don't think that we mentioned it before, but it's totally fine. Okay. Um, so for fiction, Yellow Face by R.F. Kuang won um, Best Fiction of mm-hmm. this year, for according to Goodreads. Uh, this is one, I think, I think I did vote for Yellow Face. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did too, even um, though I haven't read right. it. Right. But... <laughs> it's on my list of things I need to read soon. Right. Um, that's the author of Poppy Wars too, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Historical fiction, Wayward by Amelia Hart. This is one that Aaron's kind of had his eye on a little bit because mm-hmm. I don't really read a lot of historical fiction. And I just like the cover. It has more a bird on the cover. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like this really artistically like stylized looking yeah. bird. I think it's like and, a portrait of a bird. And a few like book reviewers that I follow yeah. have read it and said great things about it. So I think it's important to note that I am very much a judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. person. I think both of us are. Yeah, yeah I, I'll judge a book by the spine. I won't pick it up unless the spine looks cool or the font's nice. Well, I, th- I actually think I would argue that most people are with books. I, I mean, never know. I think that I think that covers and things like that matter. Even a ton. books that sound interesting to me, if it doesn't have a good cover, I'm not sure if I'll get it. Yeah, I don't go that far, but yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a judgy person. Just kidding. No, uh, mystery and thriller. The Housemaid's Secret by Frieda McFadden. This is one that I did read. Mm-hmm. Um, I read it very quickly. It was very good. There's a third book in the series, either out or coming out. I can't remember which one. Um, which I don't... I'll go ahead and say I don't necessarily think it's... it's. I don't think it needed a third book. Mm-hmm. Because each book in the series 
concludes. Yeah. Um, but it's a neat, it's a neat, like twist on a traditional story. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I'm having a hard time reading my own handwriting. The winner for romance was Happy Place by Emily Henry, which we both read this year. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a couple times. I agree. I, was... I mean, I voted for it, so I have a biased opinion. But... I mean, I was almost <laughs> sure it was going to win too because Emily Henry's on like a roll. Yeah. Of like, I mean, she's like a big voice in romance. Absolutely. Right now. For good reason. Non-problematic yeah. romance. Right. Yeah. And and also like. <laughs> And, you know, we talked about it a lot, but one, or we talked about it some. One thing that I think with an Emily Henry book, especially with Happy Place, and I like that she's moving in this direction, is her books are romance at the core, but they're also, like, about finding yourself and being happy with yourself. And relationship building outside of this coupling. Yeah, it's like like a platonic. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, platonic love. Absolutely. And it it focuses on how important that is. Like, in Book Lovers, it was with her sister and, like, how important family is. And in Mm -hmm. Happy Place, it's, like, found family and how important that is. And then um, I read Beach Read, and it's, like, neighborly Mm -hmm. um, importance. Yeah. I think that's crucial. And I I love that, uh, like, somebody writing within the romance genre is kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit of that genre to include other types of love. Mm -hmm. And and, and like you said, it's not really problematic romances either. (laughs) Right. Um, so, romanticy is a category that they added this year. Romance, mm-hmm. fantasy. I mean, I think that I should have. I don't know why I explained that. That seems obvious, but. <laughs> well, not necessarily. I think it's good to throw it in there. Um, so, Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros won by a landslide. <laughs> right. It had 370,000 votes. And I think the next one underneath it either had. And my number. I get my numbers mixed up sometimes. Either had 30. No, it was like 37,000. Mm-hmm. So, it was like. A landslide. Yeah, yeah. I think all of the votes combined for the other other like nominees mm-hmm. might have equaled three hundred and seventy thousand. Right. It's crazy. It's because I, I looked at like like first, second, third place for all of them. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest. This is the biggest jump. Yeah, yeah. And you love that book. Oh, I love so it so much. Yeah. So it's not a surprise. Yeah, I loved it so much. I devoured it. I devoured that, and then. I read a, v- a POV, and then I also... Okay, anyways, we'll yeah. talk about that later. We'll get, in, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. um, so the winner for Fantasy was Hellbent by Lee Bardugo. I have to admit, I was a little surprised. Mm. Because it's not like a tra- like it's not traditional fantasy. And I feel like traditional fantasy... Well, I guess that makes sense with Goodreads. Because yeah. I feel like traditional fantasy would win in my brain... Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily who's reviewing on Goodreads. <laughs> right. And also, I mean, I think it's, I think the author's name carried yeah. that one a lot. I mean, Lee Bardugo is, like, incredibly well-known. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that, that had a lot but, to do I mean, with it. I've heard good things about it, so it's not like it wasn't well-deserved. Like, For sure. I mean, they don't, they don't really get anything out of this except, like... Mm-hmm. Like a little star on the Amazon right. description. Right. Because Amazon owns Goodreads. Did you know that? Yeah. I didn't know that until this which is, month. Which is why you can click um, <laughs> they have embedded Amazon links. and you can click your Goodreads and it'll take you right to the Goodreads link. That upsets me a little bit. Yeah, Amazon overall sucks. Yeah, and I think yeah, learning that was not the yeah. best part of my month so far. <laughs> had an interesting month then. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go ahead. If that's... Okay, anyways. <laughs> and I like replace your alternator, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I said it wasn't the best part of my month. It's just funny. Yeah, <laughs> a 
best part of my month was that nap that I got to take <sighs> earlier. So tired. <laughs> Anyways, so for science fiction in the lives of puppets by T.J. Klune, I feel like T.J. Klune has been taking off. Mm-hmm. Um, Without a doubt, yeah. because uh, I, on the what's the Cerulean Sea one? That one's been out for mm-hmm. a long time. House on the Cerulean House on the Cerulean Sea. Yeah. That's been out for a long time, and then it had a resurgence because of TikTok. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, like, fantastic reviews on every single one of his books that's coming out. Yeah, for sure. Um, For horror, I don't know if anybody can be surprised that Stephen King won a horror Goodreads award. You know, Mm -hmm. like, it's Holly by Stephen King. Um, Young Adult Fantasy, Divine Rivals by Rebecca Ross. Young Adult Fiction... Checkmate by Allie Hazelwood. I've heard pretty good stuff about Checkmate too. Yeah, um, I've seen it. It's supposed that to be like supposed to be like the smart girl gets romance, which is a cool yeah. thing. That I've seen the cover a lot, and it's like cute. yeah, people on Book Talk talk about it quite a bit too. Um, debut Wayward again by mm-hmm. Amelia Hart. Nonfiction. Uh, this is one that you called actually. Poverty by America. Oh yeah, by Matthew Desmond. Yeah, I don't actually know anything about that. Um, It's about poverty in America. Oh, cool. No, yeah. No, I I think (laughs) I actually forgot to mention this to you. Um, I saw. I don't think I sent. Oh no, I did. I sent you the clip the other day about like uh, the. the, it was a TikTok that I sent you the other where day. Were they interviewing him? Yeah. I didn't put the two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. Interviewing I remembered him. hearing the name. Yep. And then I went back and uh, watched that whole interview. Yeah, the guy's brilliant. Um, but yeah, it's all about like poverty in America, right? Yeah. Well, it's about like the the way that like our economic system is essentially set up to like, like built to to it, it's keep built, separation. Yeah, like we have to have poverty yeah. in order for this system to work. Like yeah. there has to be people living in poverty. What was it? What or was else the quote? The, um, Look at the people being warmed by the fire oh, of the yeah. house or something like that. Yeah, he was saying something about, like, if a house catches on fire or something, then, like, pay attention to the people who are warming their hands yeah. on it. And it's, like, the people who benefit the most from a broken system, basically. Yep. And it's... I'm I'm really interested in reading. I almost bought it at a our bookstore in Chapel Hill. Um, That's Remember? Right. I picked it up and I got real close to getting it. You picked it up more it. than once. Yeah, yeah. Because I went back and like, yeah, yeah, I kept looking at it. But it, it does, it also seems like a heavy read. Yeah. So, but it's uh, right up my alley for stuff that I'm interested in. Um, so, with a few more categories for memoir and autobiography. Another one I'm really not surprised about. Uh, the Woman in Me by Britney Spears. Oh, I forgot. That came out this but, year. Before that, it was Spare. By Prince Harry, that was oh going to be gosh. the winner. Both of those came yeah. out this year. Oh my gosh. But, I mean, Britney it? Spears released it, and everybody wants to know about Britney Spears. Um, yeah. Matthew Perry was on there, too. Yeah, which is sad. Really sad. Yeah. That's that moment. He passed away, in case people don't know. Right. Hopefully you're not learning that on this random I'm podcast. I'm really sorry. Right <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was this category? Well, shucks. What's the winner? The wager. Okay. Cool. Is that like historical, maybe? I don't think so. It's not It's not like historical <laughs> fiction or something like that? Wow, I just started writing. Well, that's the one with the ship on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's the one with the ship. Well, it's, it's called the... the Wager, A Tale of Shipwreck, Mutiny, and Murder. Yeah. By David 
Ugh, I can't even read my own handwriting. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, no, I've, I've really been wanting to read that. Yeah. History and biography. Yeah. All right, you weren't. It's by David Gran. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> that book comes up a lot. Um, I've been wanting to read. There's yeah. another guy that I follow on TikTok. Just today, he finished it, and he made a TikTok today saying that it's like So what's amazing. so funny is, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, but our first, our first of the 12 Days of Christmas was a pirate book. Mm-hmm. And I, I really battled with like getting that for you because yeah. we saw it so much. But then at the same time, we saw it so much. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Because I almost got that. But yeah. anyways, I didn't. We'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I want to read it eventually. I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot of stuff I want to read, but like that one's that one's <laughs> moving up the list pretty fast. And then the last category is um, humor. Is the humor category and it's being Henry the Fonz and Beyond by Henry Winkler. Yeah. Fine. I've heard really good stuff about that too, actually. So I don't pay it much attention. All to of these, books. all of these are books that I would read. Mm-hmm. I'd give all of them a shot. Yeah. There's a couple in there where it's like I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be into it. Um, but yeah, the, <laughs> I would read all of these for sure. Yeah, I, I mean the Britney Spears <coughs> one. I'm like, I don't do a lot of memoirs, mm-hmm. but I mean I'm sure it's like an angsty memoir, and I do do angsty memoirs. Yeah, and I would like to just, I don't know, I used to be fascinated by, like, the way that fame affects people. Mm -hmm. That was something that I paid a ton of attention to whenever I was in college, and she's one of the ultimate examples of that, you know? I mean, you you know, if you think about that, it's like her and, like, Amanda Bynes and, like, a couple other people, like a... And what's crazy is their stories seem super similar. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. They both had a conservatorship. conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I just yeah. jumbled all Wait, these Amanda words. Bonds did. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. Oh, weird. But yeah, so Goodreads awards are out. That's pretty great. I I love award season so much. Me too. Um, I do pay attention to some book awards for sure, but like I think awards for me are like that's where I get into my other media. I start paying attention a lot more to like. Uh, pitchforks like album of the year awards mm-hmm. and like the video game awards and stuff like that like i i don't know why other media i get into really lot, random but. thing because mm-hmm. we talked about like with our 12 books we talked about the arthur c clark award mm-hmm. and that venomous lump sucker book was one that you had and i just wanted to briefly mention that that was the winner for this year mm-hmm. um the arthur c clark award is a science uk fiction. science fiction award and if you haven't seen the cover for the Venomous Lump Sucker, it's, so it's cool. one of the most bizarre covers. It's like neon and it's colors. Like a fish. And, Fra- yeah. Face first. Yeah. And Catfish? It's sound- no, it's like some kind of... Lump Sucker. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so... <laughs> I only have I only have like one quick piece of news um, that I literally I think the news came out today. We're recording oh, this on I the fourteenth. Yeah, the well the article that I saw on it was today. That's awesome. Um, so the Murderbot series or Murderbot Diaries by Martha Wells. I've talked about those before. Real short uh, books that are like humorous science fiction about an android that like hacks itself. They're literally like 150, yeah, 150 pages at the most, yeah. And, and they're great. I love the sense of humor. I, I just incredible. Just ate that book up. I only read the first one. They're expensive. They're like only in hardcover except the first one. You can get paperback, and they're like 30 bucks, and they're like small. So, yeah, it's weird. Um, anyway, uh, there is a TV series being adapted for Apple TV. Um, Alexander Skarsgård is going to play the lead, and he's an executive producer. 
Um, and it's being made by the filmmakers who made About a Boy, um, which is a kind of big film um, that like gets a lot of like at least critical buzz. I don't know much at all about it other than the title. It. Yeah. Um, but that's really exciting. I mean, I don't have Apple TV, but like I, I'll get it for that. Yeah, I would. I would do it for that. There's a couple things on there I'd like to watch anyway, but that one, that one's going to be great. I think. I think um, that's cool. Yeah, and it's so, and and it's perfect because it's these little short snippet stories. So it would be great for a TV series, mm-hmm. even if they did like a short series or something. That like, I can, I envision it like an hour long. Yeah. Eight episode run. Yeah. Yeah, or how they do like British TV, where it's like hour and thirty minutes. All, yeah. every episode almost feels like a show. That's what I was. That's what I was saying. Is like the yeah. I think they might do it in like installment. There's a term for that. I can't remember what it is. It's like a oh a limited series, yeah. where it's like a show technically, but it's like longer episodes. Like normally. Sherlock. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah. So, but I'm excited for that. I think it's going to be pretty great. Um, I don't think we had any more news, did we? I did purchase a book. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Even right. though I'm technically on a book buying ban, mm-hmm. um, book math means that I did not buy this book because it's a pre-order. Right. And it's not coming out until August. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I pre-ordered Apprentice to the Villain by Hannah Nicole Mayer. It's the second book in the Assistant to the Villain series. But it doesn't count because I didn't buy it yet. Yeah, you just pre-ordered it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it doesn't count. Um, Also, uh, I guess this is where we should talk about the book from our first of the 12 days. Because we, um, just very briefly, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, we do this thing where we have uh, 12 days of Christmas, book-related things. Uh, This year, 11 of them are books and one is a book-related gift. And we choose categories for each of them we introduced them in an episode earlier this month um we actually start we actually start brainstorming categories the day after christmas yeah yeah we start pretty <laughs> early um and our first category this time like you mentioned earlier is a, a pirate book um and you got me a book called cinnamon and gunpowder uh, by eli brown um it's this it's a novel sounds really really interesting about a a guy who I think he's captured and I put, think so. yeah, and he's put onto a pirate ship. But they tell him that they're going to set him free as long as he cooks like a really nice meal for them every Sunday uh, with whatever supplies are on board. So it's all about him cooking, getting close to this crew, uh, learning to use these ingredients, all of this stuff. It sounds right up my alley. It's yeah. like the perfect thing because I love odd books like that that seem kind of low stakes sort of i mean they're still stakes but yeah yeah but i mean the the story is based on a thousand and one nights mm-hmm. um where shahrazad doesn't want to be killed she has to tell right. a story and the, the prince or king or sultan i can't remember yeah, which yeah yeah term um says that you know like basically she she tells a story every day because he's so interested and enamored by her stories mm-hmm. that he lets her live and it's kind of the same concept. Yeah, yeah, and it seems great. So that was the, that was my first one. We haven't opened our second one yet. Not yet. Um, I'm so yeah. excited because today was technically the first day, but mm-hmm. we wait until twelve o'clock. Yeah, we usually wait till midnight <laughs> and we open them. But um, and yeah, uh, yeah. which one? Do and you then get? I got Sinner's Isle by Angela Montoya, which if you guys listen to the Yawfest episode. Um, or even the episode right after that that we did, I was super excited about Sinner's Isle. It hadn't come out yet by the time we went to Yawfest. 
it released after that. I'm 99% sure. Oh, I don't um, think I knew that. Which is why I didn't buy it before or during Yawfest. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> That's interesting. But it was like a debut from Angela Montoya. She mm-hmm. spoke at Yawfest. Everything she talked about with this book sounded super interesting. Yeah. Um, they have like powers and there's like romance and it is YA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so excited. It seems it seems great, <laughs> and that was such an easy and the pick. Cover is yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, that was such an easy pick for your pirate book. I, I mean, I told you what I wanted, basically. Right. Yeah. Well, you you brought it. You brought that one up more than any other book from oh from Yawfest. from Yawfest. One hundred percent, like by mm-hmm. a long shot, you mentioned that one much more than the others. And I, I even have this like print up. Yeah. Of. Uh, yeah, I have a print up of it somewhere. Yeah, because that was because yeah, right in, here. Because in our Y'all Fest episode, we talked about about a powerful witch who'll do anything to escape the remote island she's being held captive on, including blackmail, um, including blackmailing a notorious charming pirate who washes up on shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, because in our Y'all Fest episode, we had some picks of like what most exciting takeaways or something. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, no, well, we both were pretty excited about. Um, Gilded ones. They both die in the end. Or, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were both pretty just because he was so well spoken. Oh, like, absolutely. He's such like, an entertaining. He won me over. Just personable guy. I don't even think I would have cared the content of his book. I would have given it a try regardless. Right, but yeah. so those are uh, like our recent books that we got, um, yeah. and then also some a little bit of news. So now we're going to transition into. Um, kind of talking about our reading updates like where we're at how much we read in the first two weeks of the month um give some initial impressions maybe some like ratings and things like that uh do you want me just to get mine out of the way real quick because i i've had a very very slow not reading much first couple of uh, weeks of the month in my defense uh final grades were i had finals uh final grades are due i taught five classes this semester and then I had a winter class that started literally the day final grades were due. That winter class is like two weeks long, so I had to do prep work for that and get that put together. Uh, I know I'm just making a lot of excuses at this well, point. Well, what did you do Monday and Tuesday? We don't have to talk about that. So my, <laughs> my car was in the shop for a couple of days, and I got a nice little stranded locked-in vacation for a few days as well. Yeah, I and I slept a lot. I played some video games. I, you know, I, I just really needed a good break. Okay, to be fair. Yeah, go. Please hit me with the it. The last few books that you have mm-hmm. are all the thickest books from yeah, the year. Right. And 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 that gets into uh I have continued to read A Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness. That's the only book that I've been reading this month. Um I might have read 50 to a hundred pages of it since our last episode, at the most. Um, I don't even think I'm halfway through the book yet. You're not. I'm, I'm getting close to the halfway mark. I do like this book. I want to make it very clear. If you're not familiar with it, the idea, it's kind of dark academia a little bit. Um, it's a world, like a, a modern world, in which there are humans, witches, vampires, and demons. Um, that all sort of live together. The witches, vampires, and demons kind of try to hide themselves within society to kind of blend in, uh, hiding in plain sight sort of scenario. And the central conflict, and this isn't really spoiling much, is that uh, there's this book that like every magical species wants for different reasons. And there's this one witch who uh, is a professor who doesn't who 
accidentally accesses the book. Um, and she didn't mean to. She accidentally broke the enchantment on it. She tries not to use her powers. And now, like, all of these people are kind of hounding her, wanting it. And there's this romance that's developing between her and a vampire, which there's all these, like, cross-magical species, <laughs> like, conflicts with that. So, again, to be clear, I do like the book. It is a very slow burn in areas. Um, it feels like there's a lot of unnecessary scenes, um, the last, like, 50 pages of the book that I read, there was no plot progression at all. Like, no, no like, maybe even 75 it's all just pages. Vibes. Yeah, and, and it's like them talking, the relationship is developing a little bit, you're learning more about the world, which is great, and all of that stuff is interesting, and the relationship is good, like, it's an actually interesting relationship. And it's not like a... Like a I fell for you at first sight type of relationship right. too. It's it's pretty close, but it's not quite. But like they're yeah. developing, like they're actually like showing yeah. the progression instead of just being like, I I I hated his kind, but I love him now. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that would have been I, that's done a lot, and I don't right. I don't like it. Again, I like it. I want to make it clear. I like the characters. I think it's interesting. I think the world is interesting. Um, I just wish that the pace would pick up a little bit. I would like for there to be more plot beats because I feel like I've just been waiting this entire time for her to go back and try to get the book again. Like, again, I'm I'm almost halfway through, and she's not even attempted to go... I think she just attempted to go get the book more again. More than just the book. Huh? It's more than it's about more than just the book. Well, I understand that, but that's that's the driving plot it's device. About, it's about... What is it? I guess it's racial tensions. It is, but... Like barely though, yeah. Because every every other page they're talking about this book, like somebody's bringing it up. But whether, they don't want each other to have it, right? Like they're all competing for it, but yeah. it is this like central thing because mm-hmm. they all think that it has different content. Like they they argue over what right. it actually is, um, but it's supposed to be this great thing. And and again, I'm liking it. I I am I am gonna finish it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's like a three five if I did a point scale. Well, only for now. I mean, again, it's pacing wise, and if if I can get out of this, like, you know, fifty to seventy five pages of just like chit chat, five for me. Like, yeah, no, and and I no, it's fine. It's fine. Right. I totally get why it is. Yeah. I one hundred. I, like I could see somebody sitting down reading this and being like, "This see, that's is the a thing. this like, a five I out read, of five. When I yeah. read, I do dedicate like. That day, yeah. regardless of if I have to stay up till four o'clock in the morning, right. you know what I mean. Like right, I do right. that, yeah. and that's not a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like, if you read chunks at right. a time, it's a, and, it's probably less right of a slow burn. And and if we're being honest, like I I'm probably also kind of getting into a slight reading slump right now because whenever I have free time, picking up a book is not like my first instinct, which it, it has been the first thing I wanted to do for a while now. I don't think it's the book. I, I genuinely think that it's just, you know, a, a, a little bit of stress yeah. and things like that. And it's kind of overwhelming. Year's and, wrapping up and then you're yeah. like thinking about Christmas. like So yeah. your school year wrapped up. For sure. Then your class is going to wrap up. Yeah. The year itself is going to wrap up. Uh-huh. The month. And then there's like two holidays. Yeah. 
It's, yeah, it's, it's a little stressful. it's a little exhausting. I've not read as much as I normally read. Right. I I've mean, like taken days in between reading. I mean, especially because like we're also building out like our lists for next year. Yeah. Like we're gonna assign each other ten books like we normally do. We're wanting to pick five books that are must reads mm-hmm. for ourselves. We're wanting to declare a series that we're gonna try to finish next year. It's it's a lot of decisions. We're still thinking about books. Yeah. 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 It's it's uh I don't know. But again, I think that I'm also just kind of hitting that moody slump i think where it's like i just want to turn my brain off with Mm -hmm. some video games and stuff like that so that's fine you don't really have a lot of time for video games video games do take a lot of a day like they take a lot of time so it's not like you can just be like well let me just play this one chapter of this this game you know (laughs) yeah but anyway that's all of that to say that i do recommend this book still I, I think it's probably three five right now. It, I'm assuming it will go up because once they get back into the plot and it's moving a little bit more, I think it'll there go is up. a point where it just moves. Like yeah, you'll get you'll get to a point where you're like, all right, I mm-hmm. see. Yeah. So so I mean, it do, it does build, but once it builds, that's when the change of pace happens for sure. So anyway, uh, that's the only thing that I've been reading on. I'm gonna try to finish it by the end of the year. Um, that's my goal. Um, I would like to finish this and a few more books by the end of the year, obviously, because I have like four left of my 10, including this one. But mm-hmm. realistically, some of these are going to roll over into January. Um, I've just already kind of come to terms with that. because and that's okay. Yeah, because I've got several 500 plus page books that are in that. Yeah, so. I think all of the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, I've looked. Yeah. But, all right. You want to get us caught up on your reading? You, you've you been a lot more prolific than I I've read five books. Um so the first one I read was a Zayden point of view of Fourth Wing, which is a fanfic, but fan fiction. And I need mm-hmm. to just need to throw out words you're, before I abbreviate. You're good. Um, by Bell underscore BB. It's phenomenal. Yeah, this is the one that you were up. I stayed up night. until four a.m. Yeah. I had to go to work at a nine. No, yeah. I woke up at 9. Had to go to work at 10. Go to work at 10. I actually woke up at 8 that day, too. Yeah. And I woke up thinking about this dang thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were texting me about it, like, first thing in the yeah. morning. I think you called me on the way to work that day or something. Yeah. And told me about it. yeah. So, um, so, Fourth Wing, I read last month. And I, I read that in a day, and I loved it, and I thought it was great. But it's in the perspective of Violet. The... Uh, Bell underscore BB wrote it in the perspective of Zayden, who is Violet's, like, love interest in the whole thing. And it was so good and so well done. And it felt like it was written by Rebecca Yaros. Mm. Um, And I just love, I love what fanfic can do. Yeah. Um, I'm going to recommend one in the show, <laughs> right. by the way. Yeah. I just love what fanfiction can do because... I did. That's something I didn't know that I needed, mm-hmm. and I don't really know how I stumbled onto mm-hmm. it. Honestly, um, I, that was my biggest question. Because yeah, I have no idea. Because the, like you, you, I think you mentioned it, and then by the time you mentioned it again, you'd finished reading it. Yeah, I think I typed in like because I wanted to look at fan art. Yeah. Um, for how they felt like uh, Violet and Zayden looked, mm-hmm. and I think because I put in fan art. Yeah. It came up with fan fiction, too. And I was like, sense. oh, well, this is what I'm doing for the next... I think I read it in, like, ten hours total. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something crazy. 
Um, it was like 501 pages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, so I rated that a five. I don't know if you could tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then right after that... Could I ask something real oh, quick? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You probably should say you should read Fourth Wing before reading that, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. I'm just you making sure it's clear. You should read Fourth Wing and then Zayden's point of view from Fourth Wing. Just making sure. Otherwise, you're going to have no idea who mm-hmm. Zayden is. Right. And why any of this matters. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't know if it was one of those fanfics that kind of still sets up the premise Mm-mm. and everything and still follows the major plot beats. No, but, because you yeah. want to know, like, through the entire thing of Fourth Wing, you're trying to figure out what his motivations are. Mm-hmm. Because he's kind of this, like, brooding, mysterious, angry dude. Yeah. Um, and then you figure out why in the POV. Yeah. So okay. it's like answering questions for you from the first one. I just wanted to clarify that because Smart. like, yeah, cause sometimes like, it, cause it's easier to pick up a fan fiction, obviously. And mm-hmm. it's, it'd be, it's best free. To, right. It'd be best to start. With it feels wrong that, yeah. that somebody so talented yeah. is doing this for free. Tr- Anyways, I will yeah. get into that yeah. at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. Cause I've got a big one. Um, so then I immediately picked up Iron Flame. Which is also by Rebecca Yaros because it's the second book in the Fourth Wing series. So, I knew. So this is gonna be a five book series. <laughs> I just like your. You're like, how do I approach this? <laughs> All right, go ahead. This is gonna be a five book series, and I knew I wasn't gonna get a third book for a while. See, I I don't. It, for those of you who don't know, which most of you don't know, I don't finish series. I don't want my characters to be dead or to have kids and settle down. And I think one of the only series I finished, well, I I finished YA series Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Because they're a little more low stakes. And it's you and the end of a YA series is typically like and then their life went on. Yeah. Because they're usually younger characters. So it's it's not like I finished Hunger Games and Twilight, like they're gonna live for Twilight. They're gonna live forever. She's a vampire now. Yeah. Spoilers. I mean, it's, yeah, it's fine. Twenty years old. Yeah. No, it's not that old. <laughs> um. So. So I really hard. had a hard time reading this book, and every single time I picked it up, I was like, I know, there's gonna be bad things in this book. I because I didn't watch any videos, um, any spoiler videos, but I did watch a few reaction videos. <sighs> And I really liked it, but there's a lot of things in that book that I was upset about. Yeah. When did Twilight come out? I don't know. I had I had to look it up because I was like that right here. Yeah. Uh, 2005 book. Oh, you're talking about the I was talking about the first one. Oh. Oh well, yeah. I guess the last one. Yikes! It's kidding that. Yeah. Oh eight. Oh no. You weren't too far off. Was it 15 years old? Yeah. All right, anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Oof. The, okay. the other one is like, that. if we're going off the first one, that's like 19 uh-huh. or something. So, <laughs> so anyways, it, Iron Flame took me a long time to read. Because I, I didn't, I knew that I could finish it early, but I was trying to like prolong the inevitable, I think. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I finished it, I looked up to figure out when the next book was coming out. And I was so mad because I it, I found out that it's coming out in December of next year. Yeah. So literally, I finish this book and I have to wait an entire year. Give you know me. how many other characters are going to be in my brain 
in a year. Sure, but it'll take you right back into it. Oh man! If they're a good author, it, so here it's it, so that, good. That's the thing. A, a good author knows that there's going to be gaps of time in between books. And I'm not trying to talk about video games too much here, but mm-hmm. that it's like I think about that with video games because it's like four or five years between video games. Sometimes the sequel to God of War literally mm-hmm. opens with like them talking about the things that happened in the first game because they're like, it's been four years. Like, people need to... And I think the best novels do that as well. And, like, she didn't really have to do that with Fourth Wing and Iron Flame because there was, like, actually, like, six months, and that's it. That's Yeah, that's the thing. And even if she does, it's always synopsis. Just read synopsis. It'll refresh your brain. I don't think I'll forget. I don't think so. I think I was too invested to forget. Far too invested, yeah. (laughs) Right. I don't it? think I've ever fangirled. I don't think you've ever seen me fangirl so hard. Oh, yeah. You lost it. Yeah, yeah. Which I was so happy for you. I was like, this is great. Like, this one hit. Well, it's like, really you found hard it. for me. Like, I love reading. Mm-hmm. And I love books. And I love characters. And I like talking about books, clearly. But mm-hmm. I just don't... I can't, I can't remember the last time I got so invested in characters. Yeah. Um... Probably, honestly, probably like Twilight. Yeah, that's interesting. Was yeah. the last time I got invested in characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is apparently 19 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. And I, I've never sought out fan fiction before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know it exists, and I know there's really good fan fiction out there, but I've never been like, okay, well, I need to devour more of this story. Yeah. What else can I read? Right. That's understandable. So this one felt different. I could tell. Yeah. Like just, just on uh, someone on the outside, I could tell this one hit different. And I really, <laughs> so I sometimes rebel against things that are suggested to me too often. Mm-hmm. Quite often, actually. And I say sometimes, but it's quite often. Um, I'm really glad that I didn't. Yeah. I'm really glad that I was like, no, like I need to go ahead and read Fourth Wing. And it lived up to it. I yeah. think it's good. But was that, Anyways, a, was that a five? That yeah, was? absolutely. Okay, just make sure. Even so, it was not as strong as Fourth Wing, mm-hmm. um, because there it could have been. So it was like over six. It was six hundred twenty-three pages. Yeah. It could have been five hundred pages. Oh, I see. Yeah. And still had the same amount of meat. Yeah. But That's fair. those other hundred twenty-three pages were still interesting. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then this month, we exchanged um, monthly titled books, mm-hmm. and the book that I got, that I announced on the podcast, was uh, July's People by Nadine Gordimer. Mm-hmm. But then Aaron had another book yeah, so that he decided he wanted to get. So it's called Come November. Mm-hmm. I found that one either first or immediately after I settled on July's people, but I wasn't going to be able to get a copy of it in quick enough right. for us to exchange. I still think the Nadine Gordimer book, I still think it's going to be great. I think you'll enjoy it. But I was, I got really excited for come November. Yeah, it, sounded, it was really good. It, the, the premise of it sounded so good. So me. it was about, um, it's about a, an end of worlder, like an end of world cult. Like a doomsday prep yeah, type situation. Where, um, Aliens are going to take them to a better planet. And it's an environmental book. Like, mm-hmm. the the biggest focus is our Earth is dying. We need to do something. But it's probably too late. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, it's about the... Like, the entire time you're looking at this family and how it's affecting the children. 
Yeah. Um, I did cry at the end of it. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I should just tell everybody. I, I cried during Fourth Wing. I cried during Iron Flame. I cried during Come November. I cried during Zayden's POV, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think I just need to mention every time I cry during a book. Right. Um, I, it used to be few and far between, but mm. I guess I have emotions now, so. Oh, that's Yay. a new thing. <laughs> well, when, never mind. It's going to make it really sad. All right. I'm going to make it so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you're, when your life is better, <laughs> you're allowed to have a wide range of emotions. Right, right. <laughs> Anyways. That's, um, that's for that's for our therapy podcast. <laughs> that's that's the other podcast we run. That's just oh, that's called funny. Talk to Me. That's all. Yeah, please it. talk to me. Is that's what it's all. Called. Yeah, that's... <laughs> just kidding. Um, so come November, I rated this a four star. Um, I think it was still because it was YA. I think it was still a little surface. Mm. It was so we talked about how YA is like like thirteen to. 20 mm-hmm. something like that yeah. this felt very like 15 yeah okay she's yeah. like 15 to she's 17 yeah um so it's like it it, it felt 15 to 7 it did feel 15 to 17 which is good That's because fair. she's 17 right. you know like you can relate um and i think i am going to start making that distinction with ya mm-hmm. because it helps i, I mean, don't want anybody listening who has like a 12 or 13 year old mm-hmm. who reads ya to read like akatar yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. So, um, but I really enjoyed Come November. Um, it, it's just so sad. Yeah. Because there's so many people out there who are, like, con artists. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, aliens aren't going to take you away, so I don't think it's a spoiler. Right. They're Wait. not going to take you to a better Earth. Wait, are you serious? Or a better world. <laughs> what am I... Oh, what have I been doing? This what time? am I even doing what, here? Why have I been Why have I been gathering all these nickels? I thought that, that <laughs> <laughs> somebody should have told me. So, anyways, so that's a four star. I don't even know what that joke was. Do aliens <laughs> like nickels? I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if that was a joke. <laughs> so then I read the Santa Soup by Mary Kay Andrews. This book I got Aaron for um, our twelve days last year for Christmas. Like the the twelfth day is Christmas Day. Such a good book. It's so cute. I love it. It's simple, sweet. It's so good. It's short. How long was it? It was like two hundred and twenty four pages. Yeah, and it, it it's one of the fastest reads that I had yeah. of that whole batch. It's a. It's I great. love the Santa suit. So the premise is um, a divorced woman mm-hmm. moves to a small town. And buys a fixer-upper. And if this sounds like every Hallmark movie you've ever it's, heard of, It reads like right. a Hallmark movie. Yeah. But like um, a good and then one. The, like right. one and on then the, the good end. And then the whole town... Um, loves Christmas. Loves... Like, the house that she lives in is a Christmas house. Yeah. Like... The people who live there used to be, like... Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Claus. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's so cute. Not literally, by the way, but... I mean, it seemed like it because I felt like it. Like he was super charitable. Yeah. So it really seemed like, like legit yeah. Santa. And he had this flying reindeer, which was a little okay. suspicious. No. <laughs> you know that that was just like like hydraulics and like oh like jet fuel. I don't know how I don't know how flying works because that's all a lie. <laughs> but it is. It's genuinely like it. it 
they feel oh, it read so yeah, fast too. But they but they do feel like Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Like they're like the heartbeat of the town, sort of. Right. Yeah. And so they they expect um the girl who moved in to just embrace Christmas. Yeah. But she literally is moving in two weeks before Christmas, I think. And she's like broken because of the divorce. Yeah. So it's hard for her to get into like the holiday spirit or anything, you know? Yeah, so. it's so good. But again, pretty predictable. Like you can you can kind of guess what's going to happen in the plot, mm-hmm. but that doesn't hurt it at but all. But if you like Hallmark movies, like good ones too, we right. need to make that clear because we've seen <laughs> we saw pretty bad. Those were recently. Lifetime movies. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there is a difference. <laughs> <laughs> if you like good Hallmark movies, or if you yeah. just like like cute, no stake Hallmark movies, yeah, you're gonna love this. Yeah, it's very sweet, very simple. Four stars, it's just like a, because like. It's like a cotton candy book. That's... And I think that's why it's four stars. Yeah. Like, it's a very well done book. I think I gave it four And for well. what it is, it's great. Yeah. But I need more... Substance. Like, and like... I need more sustenance. Yeah, there needs to be something. It, 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 it didn't leave an impact on me at all. It was just... The cat is scratching at the door. She's coming through on the podcast. Golly. He's been very needy So tonight, needy. So. Right. And uh, you read one more That book, was Mary right? Kay Andrews. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. And then I read Blue Christmas by Mary Kay Andrews. <laughs> um, so I found out while reading this that it's the third book in a series. Yeah. yeah you stuck with it. But I don't think you needed... I really don't think you needed those other two books. Right. Because you get a feel for the characters. You mm-hmm. kind of understand their relationship with each other. There are some things where it's like, oh, well, Wheezy and BB did this mm-hmm. but it's i mean i didn't feel like i was lost yeah i just knew that there was a relationship and a friendship before this book mm-hmm. um so the premise of this book is it's christmas obviously <laughs> um and her boyfriend is kind of a scrooge um uh, because he's had a lot of traumatic things happen around christmas and so the entire book is like Elvis's Blue Christmas, mm-hmm. and um, she she like does a store display that's like like Elvis themed, where like she has a a picture of Elvis in a frame. It's really cute, right? Um, and then like a like a literal, it's like a found family situation because you know she has neighbors and and her boyfriend and her best friend. It's just a really cute adventure mm-hmm. kind of thing, like. She's she's trying to find the perfect gift. She's trying to do a new a neat or little Christmas because she she's hosting Christmas at her house for the first time. Mm-hmm. She's trying to do a good window display because she wants to win the town's Okay, first of all, a town that does um Christmas contests. I love it. Yeah. I'm all in. Yeah, it's, cool. it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um so she's trying to do a cool window display cuz she wants to win and and it's just good. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, it, it that one was a 3.75 because there was a tiny little gap where she made a connection that I didn't understand how she could have made the connection to. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I don't want to, like, ruin anything. But yeah, yeah. there are two moments where clearly the author knew where she was going, mm-hmm. but didn't completely develop out how she got there. Mm. Okay, I understand. And there are two moments. <clears throat> and... I still think about those moments. I finished it yesterday, but yeah, yeah. I, I thought about those moments all day today. Yeah, because I don't know how, I don't know how the main character jumped to the conclusion that she came to. I understand because the meat wasn't there. Yeah, 
Okay. So 3.75. But that's I still not, suggest it because it's very all. good. Yeah, and I good. don't think you have to read Savannah Blues and Savannah Bliss in order to enjoy Blue Christmas. Boy, those titles are funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, they're easy to remember. That's true. And then so the next one in the series is Christmas Bliss, which is also on my to be read. To okay. be read. Awesome. So that was our reading for the month. Yeah. I mean, that's what we did. You obviously made a lot more progress than I did. I, I'm going to finish the Center's Isle book today. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna go to sleep until no. uh, midnight, and then we you wake me up and we'll exchange books, and I'll go back to sleep. I'm just joking. Okay. I uh, like that plan, which is why I was in cricket science. Right. Yeah. All right, uh, so we're going to move on to... Uh, Mid-month, we do rapid-fire recs. Yeah, we do like some quick rapid-fire recommendations. This was a difficult one. Yeah, and we do these recommendations based on our theme, and the theme for this month was uh, just holidays, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so, I feel like we should have just opened up for all... Well, I was no. going to say all holidays, but I don't have any other books. Right. So it doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah, and um, and you know we're most familiar with Christmas books. I mean, it, you know, um, I don't think I've read any other holidays. Yeah, yeah, probably not. But so uh, we've just got a few of those. The yeah, rapid fire, yeah. Jeez. The rapid fire recommendations. We usually don't dig into them too much. We just kind of throw them out there, give yeah. some suggestions. Um, I've only got three, and one of them is the Santa suit, which you just talked about. So oh, I didn't talk about it too I, much. I completely. Well, no, you didn't talk too much about it. I just forgot that you read that this month. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't recommend it. Well, no, I know, but I'm just saying that I forgot you read it oh. this month, so it's already going to be covered. Oh, I think so, that's fine. Okay. Well, anyway, I it's recommend- different when something when something's recommended twice. I recommend it as well. Um, my other one is uh, actually The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the C.S. Lewis book, uh, the Narnia book. I, it, it just dawned on me while looking through like Christmas books online to remind myself of things, and I was like, oh yeah, literal Santa Claus is in this book. <laughs> um, and then I was like, yeah, this is a Christmas book, essentially. So I would highly recommend that. And then the last one that I have is uh, Santa Paws by Ellen Emerson White. I think there's three of these, maybe four. Um, they're children's books. I mean, they're, well, like, I don't know. Maybe, middle grade, maybe? Maybe like ho- late, lower middle? Yeah, lower middle, late elementary, something like that. Just little sweet books about a dog around Christmas time. I don't remember hardly any of the details. <laughs> All I remember is that the lending library in my classroom had them in the little wire spinny rack that we could take out during reading time, and I really got into them and read like all three of them that were available. So, yeah, I recommend those. I I could not think of any other Christmas books, so that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird so, one, right? I can tell you a lot of Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and like The Grinch is based on a book. Yeah, I mean, I, and that's my probably my favorite Christmas movie. I mean, I thought about like I thought about more like children's books like that. Like yeah. I thought about, and I've read How the Grinch Stole Christmas, right. but like or it was the night before Christmas. Yeah, something like that. But um, well, well, anyways, so my recommendations yeah. are um, Always in December by Emily Stone. This one was my Christmas book that Aaron got me last year. Mm-hmm. And then I bawled my eyes out. Yeah, it was And he rough. felt so bad. Well, I didn't do enough research. <laughs> no, it was so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Like, I also found out she has two other, like, Christmas-themed books. Mm-hmm. I want to read both of them. Yeah. I loved, I loved this book. Yeah. I thought it was so good. And cute when it needed to be cute. And it was devastatingly sad. Um, 
because it was a Christmas book, which makes it even, anyways, makes it even more sad. But anyways, it yeah. is so good. Still recommend it, though. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and then How the Penguin Saved Veronica by Hazel Pryor. I cheated a little. It's not technically a Christmas book, but I mean, there's snow it's and penguins. Very, it's a very wintry. Yeah. 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 Um, she goes to the North Pole? I don't know. She's studying penguins somewhere. Yeah. Like this elderly lady mm-hmm. who just wants to see penguins before she dies. Yeah. It's so good. And the sad. The penguins are so cute. Yeah. But not sad. It's sad, but not sad. Right. Like, it seems like it's going to be really sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then it's not. <laughs> yeah. I cried during that one, too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So my favorite classic Christmas movie Mm -hmm. story is The Christmas Story Mm -hmm. by Charles... Or not The Christmas Story. uh, Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. I feel like everybody knows what that one is, so we're going to move on. Absolutely. Um, And then A Fatal Grace by Lewis... Or Louise Penny. I did read that this year. I talked about it briefly on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a little religious-y. Yeah. But that's okay. Right. It's Christmas. Right. Yeah. But there's also a mystery. And it's like a Christmas mystery. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, fair warning, there's like a murder. Mm-hmm. Which is what the mystery is. But well, anyways. A little dark, <laughs> but it's still good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so struggled. That's yeah, that's our rapid fires. We, you know, this is a category that we learned we don't have a lot of experience Which is, with. I think but. kind of why I set out to read more Christmas books this year mm-hmm. or this month. Yeah, I didn't get very far, right? But we still have, <laughs> we still got a couple weeks left. Um, but also, uh, at the end of each episode, we like to throw out a couple of recommendations that may or may not be book-related recommendations, just some stuff we've experienced recently that we would recommend to people um, just to wrap things up and kind of take us back out into the day. Yep. Um, so I've got two. Um, one of them, uh, the Yu Yu Hakusho live-action TV show just launched on Netflix literally today. Um, and that anime is one of my favorites of all time. So if you're into anime, especially like fighting anime with like strong characters, a lot of heart, stuff like that. Um, I, I'd remember it's like the first box sets of DVDs of a show that I ever bought all of them. And I still have all four box sets on my shelf in the living room. Like really good show. Again, straightforward, uh, shonen style anime, if you're familiar with it. And I, I haven't checked out the live action, but it's getting surprisingly good reviews. And it's also a manga. It's a manga as well. The manga is a lot slower paced. Mm. It's a very slow burn. Um, they spend a lot more time like leading up to him getting his like powers and stuff, oh, but, but it's still good what I've read. Um, my second suggestion uh, relates to the fan fiction stuff that we talked about. Um, and I'm going to recommend this, but I haven't read a lot of it at all. I've read tiny segments of it. Uh, it's a fan fiction uh, called All the Young Dudes by uh, someone with a screen name Miss King Bean 89. So it's M S K I N G B E A N 89. Um, this person wrote this just outstandingly long fan fiction uh, that is basically like a prequel and parallel story for Harry Potter. 
Um, if you know of Harry Potter characters, Remus Lupin um, is a character that is a werewolf. You don't get to see him a whole ton in the book series. Um, he was friends with Harry's dad back in the day and Harry's uh, godfather, Sirius, who is also in the book. So, like, they, they had this group of friends called the Marauders, um, and that gets revealed in the third Harry Potter book. So, basically, from what I understand, this follows along from... Uh, Lupin's time at Hogwarts going to school and then it carries forward the years that go up to what was it book five I think uh, it was yeah so book five of Harry Potter so it goes like parallel mm-hmm. it, it's a prequel then it get catches up with the Harry Potter books and runs parallel from the bits that I've read this is like outstanding writing like I would I'm shocked that and again, this person may be a published author for all we know because like they haven't released any information. They outwardly ask people not to try to figure out who they are and not to try to hunt them down, that they don't want any credit. They don't want any attention or publicity or anything. But it is excellently written. Um, there are like some small edits that need like spelling edits and grammar right, like edits what and an stuff. editor would do in exactly. like a published work. Yeah. But the segments of it that I've read are just fantastic. Um, and from what I understand and from all the... It keeps popping up recommenda- recommended for me as well. Um, it's just like <clears throat> as good if not better than the Harry Potter books. Um, and it's also much more like adult. Mm-hmm. So there's more kind of intimate relationship stuff going on there's also a little bit more graphic kind of gore and violence and stuff like that not over the top from what i understand but it's definitely not recommended for kids so this is like the harry potter content that was written for adults um and yeah i i would love to read it realistically i'm probably not going to because it's just (laughs) so long it's like really really long like a Um, thousand like a thousand plus pages yeah it's something crazy like that but um you can buy bound copies of it. You can get it for free online because it's fan fiction, so they can't they can't you know make money off of it. You can also find bound copies of it through Etsy that are being sold. I mean, there's there are options if you want to read it. So it's out there again. It's free. Um, I, from what I understand, it helps a lot if you've read Harry Potter, but you don't have to read it, especially for the first bit because mm-hmm. these characters do stand alone. But once it starts to run parallel to the Harry Potter books and the story of Harry Potter, obviously you you kind of it helps to have read those. So that's my recommendation. Again, I, I, I can't speak to the quality of the entire thing, but it keeps coming up and I'm fascinated by this case of this piece of fan fiction that is just like uh, incredibly well written. And it's just like so strong that it should be published work. But right. What recommendations you got for us? So I've talked about once upon a book club before, um, as like a monthly subscription box where you, get a book and then you get gifts with that book and the book tells you when to open those gifts Mm -hmm. and they do an advent calendar every year i did a lot of research before i bought this advent calendar Mm -hmm. and i knew that they were like full-size gifts and I, i i've had once upon a book club for a long time it's something that i had for probably two years um before i had to pause it because i slacked off on the books and I have way too many gifts to go with those books and I got to read those books before I do any more. Um, but I will speak to the quality of at least one item so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, you get a short, a book of short stories, Christmas themed short stories. Um, I think, was that one? yeah. So Christmas themed short stories, there are 12 stories and 12 gifts. 
And within the short story, it tells you still when to open your gift. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got a book that's like a popular book. It wasn't like like an indie book. It wasn't like Mm -hmm. a... I don't know how to explain. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't an old book. It wasn't a class. Like, it's a current popular book. Yeah, more mainstream. That I actually had on one of my lists a long Mm -hmm. time ago. That's something that I wanted to read. Um, But, yeah, my first gift was a book. Mm -hmm. Like, an actual book. Full-size hardcover book. Um, What I felt, and I I can't tell you exactly what I have. Mm -hmm. um, There are two more books in there, at least. Mm -hmm. Probably a calendar. Um, what feels like a bag of some sort and then a few smaller boxes but like they're they're decent gifts like i've gotten really good stuff from my once upon a book club subscription (laughs) this is a kind of pricey advent calendar but when you boil down the fact that you get a book of short stories plus three books plus a calendar plus this plus that plus that you know like yeah it it actually is a really good deal I don't want to see how much I spent for it, so we're just not. But it's not, it's under 100, but, or it's under 200, but more than 100. Yeah, yeah. People can look into it if they're interested (laughs) in getting one. And I really, I, this is probably one that I'll get again. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as I catch up on all my Once Upon a Book Club books, I'll probably subscribe to that again, too. For sure. No, I think that sounds great. Also, we talked about Caffeine and Legends. Mm -hmm. Um, Last podcast or two I think podcasts it was, in, yeah. our, in our gift giving, mm-hmm. highly recommend. Yeah, we get we got an actual box. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very good. I, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Seems um, like a good quality box. <laughs> so we're we're also. I mean, obviously, we won't be recording again until after Christmas, um, mm-hmm. and we're kind of moving through the holiday season and everything, and. Um, you know, we're going to, we'll have a bunch of books to talk about because we'll open the rest of our 12 days books. We'll have Christmas gifts. That I are am probably posting books. those on Instagram. Yeah. Um, if you're curious what we've opened for the 12 days, mm-hmm. they're on there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to post every single day that we open. I think it should yeah. be difficult, but we'll see. For sure. So what kind of Christmas traditions you got? What do you guys normally do? So I had a really hard time getting into Christmas this year. Mm-hmm. I think it just, I felt very overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't take down my tree until May. Right. And then I have it up uh, November 1st, usually. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't put it up this year until December. I don't even know. 4th? Probably. Like, Like, it wasn't even the 1st of December. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I realized my issue. Mm -hmm. I think I always have the Grinch, the Jim Carrey Grinch, playing in the background. I'm right. pretty sure that I always have that. Yeah. And I didn't have a copy. And it wasn't free anywhere this year. Yeah. So uh, my other mom got me a copy and sent it, and I t- put it on, and I decorated all my whole house. Yep. And, like, within a day, I was back on track. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I definitely need to have... At least the Grinch, the Jim Carrey version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, mm-hmm. playing on in the background while I decorate my tree. Yeah. Now, wrapping is a whole other issue. Yeah. <laughs> I am very overwhelmed with my wrapping. Uh-huh. Um, 
I'm not very particular with my wrapping. I know some people do like per person gets like a like a, a themed paper. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I know of anyone that does that personally, but I've heard people do that. Yeah, <laughs> so that they don't have to put. I think it's. I think it starts with like people who have little kids. Yeah. So like they don't they don't know what they're getting and mm-hmm. they don't know which paper is theirs. Yep. And it's a neat idea. I don't like it because I need as many colors under the tree as possible. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Um, and then I don't, I don't, we, we did start going to, uh, the Lou Mill winery last year and I want that to be a tradition. I think that's really cool. For sure. They They do do a light show. A big festival of lights Mm -hmm. where you drive through and you have like a light show and it's, it's a long one. I still remember the first time we went and we went through like that pre area mm-hmm. and then we're and i, I was thinking we hadn't like, even paid anything no. yet and i was thinking i was like yeah this is this is probably it like we're probably done and then once we paid and went like around that turn and you just see it opened yeah. up over the distance and you're like holy crap because you're so you're much. in there for like 30 minutes before you pay yeah and then the oh my gosh it yeah it's amazing it's crazy it's so fun it's really good yeah I, I um definitely want to do and that then I used to, we used to do a friend's miss, but we haven't done that in a while. Yeah. But I think that's it. Oh, and then Christmas Eve, we go to my Grammy's house Mm -hmm. and we have Christmas Eve dinner. Mm. And then on Christmas day, uh, my mom and my stepdad come to, uh, mine and my brother's house and Mm -hmm. we, well, me and my brother wake up, we do gifts. We usually go back to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and then, um, our parents come over and we do gifts. And then we go to my Grammy's house and we do gifts. Right. And then we go to my grandma's house and we do gifts. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but we, when I was little, me and my stepbrother and my brother, we used to all sleep in the same bed. Mm-hmm. Because on Christmas Eve, we would all go sleep in the same bed and it would be like 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Because, well, it, we would lay down at 9 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we would talk and giggle and like play around mm-hmm. until 11 and then my mom would come in the room and be like, it's getting late. You know, Santa's not going to come um, <laughs> right? <laughs> until you guys go to sleep. Right. And so then we would go to sleep and then we would wake up at like 4 a.m. Yeah. As, as late and early as we possibly could. Like we couldn't hold it anymore, but we knew if we woke up later or earlier, we wouldn't be able to wake the adults up. Right. So we would go into the living room and we would check our stockings. And we would look at everything. We would try to wake the adults up, and the adults would not wake up. So then we'd have to go back into our rooms and like try to lay down for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. <sighs> waiting, waiting that extra thirty minutes felt like an eternity. It's the yeah. It, it's I mean, especially whenever you're young, it feels like Christmas just morning never gets there fast enough. Yeah, like it's a, it it is one of the and I know it's like a, everybody knows this and it's like a cliche, but it's like. That's genuinely like the longest night of the year. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, I remember we would go and we would look at, like, we would look through everybody's stocking. Mm-hmm. Because um, they would do a stocking for each other. Well, Santa would do a stocking for the adults too. Mm-hmm. And we would, I would look through every single one. Right. And we would get what's in our stocking and then like a big gift. Right. Um, and then we would go lay back down and try to contain our excitement. And then 30 minutes later, because that's as long as we lasted, we would go, we would send Jordan back in there because he was a little, you know, he was the youngest Mm -hmm. and we would send him back in there and he'd be the one to wake them up because they wouldn't get mad. 
Yeah. <laughs> because he's, you know, he's young. Like, it's fine. You can yeah. blame it on the child. For sure. <laughs> but now, um, me and my brother exchange uh, an ornament every year. Mm-hmm. And we put it in the stockings. And then I get Chewy an ornament. Who's our, Chewy's our dog. Mm-hmm. Our dog gets an ornament every year. Right. Um, I don't know if I, I thought I bought one for him this year. And I can't figure out. I know exactly what the ornament, okay. I, it's fine. I know exactly what the ornament looks like. So now I just got to figure out where it is. Right. Nailed it. Okay. You did. <laughs> but I think that's, I mean. Yeah. That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And then me and you exchange ornaments. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And we have stockings. Yeah. Ornaments, stockings here. Yeah. Is a tradition a tradition if it only happens for two years? Yeah, or I a year and so. a half? Because I mean, it hasn't happened yet. Right. <clears throat> I think if it's repeated. Right. And like tradition normally is like something that you agree upon. Mm-hmm. So like we've just said it as a tradition. So yeah. It counts. And I make, throughout the year, I make mini books to put in a, um, op- an ex- uh, I don't know what kind of, I don't know it's how like to It's like a explains. clear, it's like a clear ornament. It's like that a you plastic. you can open. Yeah. It's a, it, opens, it opens in half. Mm-hmm. And the books that we've read for that year are going to go in the ornament, and then the ornament's going to go in the tree. Yeah. Those are always really cool. Yeah. It's like a visual of like... Sort of a chaotic visual of mm-hmm. like a, you know, you're I found reading. a new way on how to make them. Oh, yeah. They're not going to be like quite like books, so I'm going to see if it look, if it looks okay. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a layer of foam on the inside and then glue shut. So it's going to be a closed book. Yeah. And I'll see if I like that as much. Okay. Because yeah. I kind of like the idea of like splayed edges or splayed pages. Right. Um, that's the right word, right? Splayed. I think yeah. so, yeah. I like the idea of that, but it doesn't allow for a lot of room. Mm-hmm. And I almost ran out of room on mine. Yeah. So if I read the goal that I want to read next year, I might need a bigger ornament. Right. Well, we'll see how it turns out. I mean, yeah. I, I like that we're doing that, though. I like having that visual mm-hmm. there for the year. It's like a good It is marker. a very large ornament. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I need to keep that in mind right. when I go to buy more ornaments. For sure. But... <laughs> But we hope that whatever all of you are doing for the holidays, whether you celebrate Christmas or any other like winter holiday, we hope that you have a really great time. You don't have any? Traditions? Mm-hmm. I have nothing that I can really think of. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we usually just did like a Christmas dinner, you know, at my grandparents' house. and I know a lot of people do um, like Christmas pajamas and they open them on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. which I think is really cute. I've heard that a lot. I've just yeah. never done that. And then um, a Christmas book. Yeah. That they open on Christmas Eve. I think that's really cute, too. There were a few years where we would, like, open one gift Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, and then we'd do the rest on Christmas morning. And But normally, yeah, we just get up, open gifts, uh, kind of separate, go to our respective rooms or whatever, hang out, do the gift stuff. Um, and then normally, like, you know, Granny's cooking, and then we eat, right. and then we just kind of move on from there everybody goes to sleep and everything it's gonna be a little weird this year uh my my grandma passed away this year so we're just trying to figure out kind of what the holiday is going to look like um it's hard for my family to travel as well my grandpa and my uncle so i'll probably be going back out there for a couple of days um, probably take a little bit of food and we'll hang out and exchange gifts and do all that stuff but no, we don't really have any. We never had any anything that I would call you have a, a tradition. meal that you guys like a, a side or a meat or anything. 
I just, it's, we just treat Christmas like Thanksgiving and just that's, have another feast. That's exactly what it My is. My grandma yeah. started doing a seafood boil, though. Yeah. So I think we're going to do a seafood boil again this year. Yeah. No, I think it's cool. Yeah, we yeah we did we just did, like, Thanksgiving foods, I guess. Like, you know, like turkey, dressing, ham, mm-hmm. you know, what the, all the regular stuff, sweet I mean, potatoes we, and stuff. When we used to do a real tree, we used to go and, like, we would all pick out the tree. Right. So, yeah. Also, when did real trees get so expensive? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I'm glad that nature costs a lot of money, but right. at the same time, <laughs> it is expensive. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we—I mean, we just—we hope that everyone has a great holiday season. Yeah. We hope that the the rest of December wraps up well for you and any holidays or celebrations or travels that you have. Uh, we just wanted to take a minute to kind of talk and share some of our stuff with you and. Hopefully, everybody's kind of in the spirit somewhat and is going to have a good one. And we will be back um, at the end of the month uh, with our wrap-up episode. And a special. And we're going to do a special as well where we do kind of like award-type stuff and rank our books. Uh, It'll be, so we're going to have an end-of-month wrap-up yeah. and a yearly wrap-up. Yep. Yeah, so we'll have a, a our last special episode for the year and then we'll have our final episode for the month. Um, in which we will kind of tease next month's theme and then re- uh, rate the rest of the books or review the rest of the books that yeah. we had this month with a couple of uh, superlatives like we typically do. Mm-hmm. So, um, But yeah, we're going to wrap this one up. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Follow us on social media stuff. Um, we got the Instagram. We're on Goodreads. Uh, you can email us at talkbookie at gmail.com uh, if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, anything like that. Uh, we're on most major um, podcast platforms, so you can go straight through Podbean, where this is hosted. You can also go through Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon, um, any of those things. Uh, leave us a review, rate the show, uh, you know, all that stuff really helps uh, share it with your friends. Um, yeah, but thank you for sticking with us, yeah. listening to recommendations. Hopefully you got some good ideas of some stuff to read, and Uh, I know we always have fun recording these and having a good conversation with each other. So, um, but yeah, uh, we will talk to all of you in a couple of weeks, probably. Yep, and we hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. And that's that's it because we're gonna have another recording before New Year, so we're not gonna tell you Happy New Year yet. Right, right. (laughs) we'll hold on to that one. All right, well, everyone, take care then. Okay, bye. Bye.